0: This is going to be odd because in a minute you're going to hear the introduction to this podcast but I, we've just finished recording it and I just wanted to say wow that was so interesting because it ends up being a conversation that Mark and I have never had about his one night stands sort of meandered our way into it and then yeah so yeah I'm really grateful to him for being so honest because that would not have been easy anyway yeah just a little warning this could trigger you if you are somebody that is really struggling with um, the whole one-night stand. And very much this is a podcast about the people that struggle more with it. Because obviously there's lots of people out there that have one-night stands and they're having a ball. And, and, you know, we fully accept that. But, um, yeah, that was, yeah, that was full power, that chat. Good morning and welcome to How To Stay Married So Far. Please uh, subscribe and tell people all about this podcast if you're enjoying it. And if you fancy seeing us, we're over on YouTube. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you can listen to us on podcast. Hello. Hello. Right, so today we are talking about one night stands, or as my friend Lee says, he's moved over to one afternoon stands. Because mm. he's getting older and really. he likes <laughs> to get a
1: night <laughs> Get sleep. a good night's sleep. Um, yeah. This kind of came out of this came out of a, a coffee moaning. If you if you know the channel, we do a sort of daily newsy kind of topical kind of chinwag. You know, talk about all sorts of things, news, but all sorts of other topics too. And one I of them,
0: it's also on podcast. Uh, yeah, you
1: and, and what came up in that was something to do with the singer Craig David talking about one night stands, how he was going to celebrate. but the word that he used in association with one night stands, which really really sort of stood out to me. Uh, was trauma, the emotional trauma, the trauma of going through a life or a lifestyle or a period in your life where one night stands is kind of you know a major part of your life. Because I've got and lots of to, feelings about that. And this.
0: he said that he had he decided to be celibate for mm. a year mm. because he feels that trauma that he's carrying, he, he wants to work that out before he then moves into the relationship of a right. lifetime. Which is interesting, it's very compartmentalised. Very, so, ordered. You know, this, yeah, very ordered. Yeah, very ordered. So that was that point mm. and now I'm sort of cleaning up almost mm. and then moving into the relationship of yeah. my life. That's how it's that's how it yeah. felt to me what he was saying.
1: Yeah, we, yeah, this is live from home. We're not in a studio. <laughs>
0: but we're all in South London. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's uh yeah there we go. That's the one night stand police um yeah i mean stero- the, the, the one night stand i mean what is the stereotype of a one night stand what 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 does what what is conjured in your mind now dear when you when you hear someone say one night stand, what does that conjure in your mind from two perspectives one the what what how does that look to you and well, two, who does it?
0: Well, because we are of the age before the dating app and before Tinder, I'm sure the way that I look at it is very different. Because I mean, people that I know that use Tinder—it's literally hook up. There's so many right. different a- apps now yeah. where you can be quite upfront that you're just meeting up for a hiccup. A hiccup. A hiccup. A what? What? Um, Fantastic. There's so many. There's so many different labels now, isn't it? A situationship, or this, yeah. or that. It's just so confusing. But for me, it was really simple. A one night stand meant getting together with somebody whilst pissed, and ending right. up somewhere, waking up the next morning, wondering how you can get home. I am—I was never a one-night stand person. Wow. I think I've been really lucky in that.
1: You've never had a one-night stand? I find that, all, I still, when you say well, that, I find it bizarre.
0: I've had situations where I've had a snog and where I haven't, but I haven't had sex with someone, woken up in the morning, like not knowing them, woken up in the morning and just thought, that's it, and then gone. I've never had that traditional one-night yeah. stand. Um, and and I'm so g- glad for that. I, I, I think my insecurities around myself and I, I think is what saved me from that. I mean, I've never been a person that can separate sex from, from a person. But you, you... I, I, just, I just can't, like if I don't like a person, I can't have sex with him. If I don't really like a person, I can't have sex
1: with him. Well, I think a there's a lot of people who totally agree with what you're saying there. And I think on on a level, I think I agree. I think most people would agree, actually, that, you know, I think better sex... Well, I no, maybe they don't. Better <laughs> and, sex, does it necessarily come with depth no, but it, no, but that's, and emotion and, that's, and feelings?
0: No, but that's not what I mean. I don't mean better sex happens with somebody I know. Sex. It means, no, it, I just... I literally can't, it's, it's such an anathema to me, the thought that you would have sex with somebody that you don't know.
1: But this is the misnomer about one night stands, you see. I think when we talk about these things, when the media talk about it, when articles like Glamour magazine, all these kind of people talk about these things. There's, I think, it's weird. We sort of rush off towards the one night stand of a <clears> hookup <throat> in a bar, you meet at a club, you go off, da, 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 da. That can happen, obviously, but a huge number, and in fact, the vast majority of one-night stands happen between people who know each other and are in a friendship circle or uh, in a work colleague situation. So there is actually an aspect of knowledge around the person, but the one-night-standness of it is simply the act of having sex with someone that you're not in a relationship no, with. No, but
0: you said to me, what's your typical picture of a yeah, one-night? Yeah, yeah. Sort of, that would be but my typical... Is, but yeah. obviously there's many... But that that's my idea of a one-night stand, is, all oh, like, you meet somebody, yeah. get pissed, shack.
1: Because, you see, <laughs> I was thinking back to all of the one-night stands that I've had, and I was thinking, actually, the vast majority of them were with people that... I either worked with or knew or had some knowledge of or had a friendship with, even, and, and, and a one-night stand would evolve out of them. I mean, obviously, there were occasions where you'd be out and you'd be you'd meet someone who was a friend of a friend or in another group or something like that, and it would happen, and and it was a surprise and it was a shock. But that was much more the exception than the rule. It was usually around people that you, you kind of knew, weirdly.
0: And I think... I mean, the other day on Coffee Moaning, you were saying can't remember exactly what it was you said, but you said something like, but the thing is everybody knows. I mean, you know, you both know that it's just a one night stand and I think that that is a huge um, mistake to think that whoever you are having that hookup with totally understands always that it's just one night. Mm. Because I think so often there is an imbalance with that and there is somebody well. who, who it might start off that way, but You know, if you like somebody enough to have sex with them, you know, then there's often many people will have thoughts of it being a bit more
1: than that. Well, yeah, and also, I mean, I think for the vast... You know, I was reading some pieces about this the other day, and I think a lot more men go into them sort of not thinking there's going to be anything coming out the back end. Mm,
0: That's what I mean. Oh, we all understood that it was just one night. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I think a lot... But but a lot more women do, whether they would admit it to themselves or not, think that this might be the start of something else. And so there's a different kind of... If you like... but But when the word trauma came up, I think, and we've talked a lot about this, about how sex and how one conducts oneself, not just sort of sexually promiscuous or one-night stands and all that kind of stuff, but also in the repeated types of decisions you make in relationships. Self-harm can really happen through sex. Self-harm, uh, a lowering of one's own sort of moral compass. Uh, and this isn't to say that to have one-night stands you have no moral compass, quite the opposite. Absolutely but not. I think that you can get to a place in your life, and I certainly know I was at a point in my life, where you're... Standards for yourself because of your own low self-esteem, your own low self-worth, your own lack of belief that actually you can contribute to or maintain or be attractive enough to maintain uh, a meaningful long-term relationship. And that can happen because you've had meaningful relationships before that buckled and you can't, you've almost become disillusioned about the prospect of being able to re-achieve that. I certainly went through that. You can start to use, well, not even use consciously, but you start to move through the serial sort of fixing of yourself, much like you would have a drink or you would eat, you know, overeat food or take drugs. Did all of those too. Um, Sex and one night stands becomes one of those things. And it's not like literally you're out of a night and you clutch at someone to go back with. But if I was to try and sort of distill it to its essence, I can think of many, many dark nights of the soul, certainly in the square mile of Soho, where the thought of going home, interestingly, was so distressing for me. And I ended up in the orbit of, say, someone for whom, equivalently, that was as distressing mm. for them. Mm. and. Without any dialogue, you would end up getting drunk, falling into each other's path, heading off, and having you know mm. having a one night stand together. And so, mm. uh, you know, I have a lot of compassion for people. I don't just see people when people say, "Oh, you know, one night stands." I don't just look at it and go, "Ooh, you're a bit." I actually think, "Wow, uh, you know, either great. You're either having fun, but also if it for me, I do think if it happens <laughs> a lot and over a protracted period of time." And it was a friend of mine, I would get to a point of thinking, I'm worried about you a bit, because I think this Well, is...
0: actually, at that point, I just want to bring up, because I did a <coughs> call out on my Instagram yesterday, asking for people to just um, give us their thoughts and feelings or experiences on one-night stands, and this is perfect for this, so I'm going to okay. keep everybody anonymous. Yeah. My best friend used to have heaps of one-night stands. She ended up attempting suicide. We always thought she was having fun, but deep down, she was so sad and hurting happy to say she's now married with two kids and very happy. Wow. And I think, I yeah. mean, I, I, we said this on Coffee morning, didn't we? I said, I have never, ever thought... Those words do not come into my head. Slag, slapper, slut. All these words that are used for people that sleep with somebody, and the, they really haven't. I always think, what on earth is going on with you? Um... Not so... I mean, you know, if it's a repetitive thing over and over, and it's like a drunken thing over and over, I always think there's sadness in there. Mm. I think there's a need for affection. I think there's a fear of being alone. I think there's a fear of the night. I think... I think Mm. it's often... When I think back to when I was younger and the girlfriends I knew that were, you know, the most likely to get pissed and end up with somebody that there's no way they would touch otherwise... They were always the people that I felt there was really other deeper stuff going on for them. Yeah, it's affection. Affection is—we forget how much humans need to touch other human skin and to be touched. And I think definitely, when um, when I was much younger, and the young and and the girls in the group that were doing more of that were the girls that were having tougher times behind the scenes. You know, They were looking for affection, they were looking mm. for love, they were looking for attention.
1: Do you think there should be some capacity socially, a more socially acceptable, or, or should it be less sort of taboo and sort of judgy around the idea <clears throat> that people do just need? That's our front door. What's it doing open?
0: I don't know. <clears throat> our front door has just gone... It's not one of your one-night stands, is it, babe? Yeah. That's so weird. That's so weird. Is the wind blew it open, but we shall carry on. And creepy. I mean... Yeah, so where were we? So, so for me, whether I'm right or wrong, I've always thought, oh, God, what's going on with this person? Because it, it looks more like self-harm than it looks well, like that's exactly fun. Right. Well,
1: I think it is but, a lot of the time.
0: But there are some people... Um, who do say it's just absolutely fantastic. I mean, we had a number of people that messaged in on Coffee Moaning, didn't we, saying, well, a tiny minority actually were saying that it was a positive thing. Like, one person said they'd come out of a really difficult relationship, but they hadn't felt desired, and they had this one-night stand, and it felt amazing, and they were really wanted, and they walked away from it. Amy Schumer talks about she had one one-night stand in her whole life and it was so perfect. The man was absolutely gorgeous. They had an amazing night of mm. sex. And she said, I will never have another one-night stand because nothing will ever hit that again. Wow. Um, I, is it an awful thing to say that when I read that, I didn't quite believe it? Right. felt like a movie.
1: I mean, I'm trying to think of... I mean, What it's... was
0: your favourite one-night stand? Think, I... just track through your mind now and what was your best one?
1: Well, isn't it interesting that the one-night stand I remember having the most... I literally had a one-night... Well, it, But it didn't end up being a one-night stand, that's the thing, you see. But it started as a one-night stand. I mean, that is, so is it a one-night stand? Is a one-night well, stand on, something... Just... Do, if you talk about one-night stands in the present tense, is it no longer a one-night stand if you went... and Not that you ended up hooking up with, but you had a few more one-night stands. Um, well,
0: so just tell I me met about someone, the best...
1: Yeah. OK, I met someone on a flight to New York. And we hooked up.
0: So so you were on the flight and then after the Got flight chatting. you had sex? Yes. So you went straight to a hotel and No, had sex. no, no,
1: no. Went went had to do something. I can't remember we were filming something and then we and then she hooked up and then we went off and, and we did it. So
0: were you going to be working with her?
1: No. No. Oh. Didn't okay. know who she was. You're just a
0: random person. Just started
1: talking on the plane.
0: And you just had a connection?
1: Yeah. And
0: you had sex. So you were sober?
1: Yeah, no, no. Sober sober when we met and then it... Yeah, which was curious and odd and interesting. Was and that
0: unusual compared to most of your other one night yeah. says would you have met drunk?
1: More yeah, no, I mean I think have... we might have been drinking on the plane, but I was separate. I wasn't you know, and and I was with other people and it was like, you know, so it wasn't but it was just like chit chat 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 and then and then yeah, hooked up in America. Now, how much of that was the excitement of the flight and the duh, and I was like, Oh my god and she lived in Brooklyn and all this malarkey and you know, went to a ta a apartment and all a, a house brownstone house everything oh my god I so mean, perfect I mean, it was all you know it was like sex in the city and it was around the time I think of sex in the city and all that was around that sort of time so it all just felt very glamorous you know um so that was the best glamorous. one and it was good and it was great I mean the whole adventure was sorry but <laughs> I mean it was great so when I think back to all of those things and then I think of many 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 so times no, in so, London which weren't great
0: so so that was great and did it end great
1: Yes, because there was a kind of, the weird thing about it being a sort of long distance thing was there was an absolute knowledge that this couldn't really be much more than what it was. It wasn't like we were going to start a relationship because we'd just met on a flight and she worked and lived in America and I was, you know, it it was impossible. This wasn't going to happen. And so, and so in a sense, baked into it was the knowledge that just make of this what you could. And it was sex a couple of times.
0: Yeah, so that's not really a one night stand, but but but, but that was that was the sort of understanding. See, yes. so when I think of a one night stand, I think of one night only. I've had short, yeah, indulgences, but yeah. one night only. Oh, I just um just 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 want to read this another one of the messages that came in. Great when I ha- when I have decided it's a one night stand. Crap when thought it was something more.
1: Right, Just a little gosh.
0: note there for people that imagine that everybody else, yes. the other person, is thinking exactly like you. It's really important, I think, to make it clear.
1: Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know, so, but like you say, a short indulgence or a, 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 which is what this was in America, you know. So how does that? You go in a one-night stand accesses that, but it becomes something more. Do you know what I mean? So, you know. No,
0: I, I, for me, the definition of a one-night stand is very much one night. You wake up in the morning, somebody's leaving the room, or you're leaving the room. Right. I think that's what we got to yeah. think about, because yeah. otherwise, it's it's too complicated. Well, then, what about if you trip into a week or whatever? Yeah, yeah I no, think it, okay. I well, think a one-night stand. So, what was the question stand, again then? So, so what was your best one-night stand?
1: There, there, there probably wasn't one. I think they were always shrouded in some aspect there wasn't of one. no, because invariably you were very drunk. Um, well, no, you were very drunk, <laughs> and they were very drunk, and you know, and so the even if you wanted to kind of be more pre, the weird thing about them, and I don't know if anyone else feels this, is if, especially when there's drinking, invo- a lot of drink involved or drugs or whatever, um, you can't. It's not like you can even indulge in the memory of it. You can remember it's happened. You obviously you're woken up, you're getting out. You can remember enough but you can't you, you can't it's not as if it's something that you look back on and go oh that was I so I am with you I disagree when people have these kind of you know rose tinted glasses it's usually it's usually rose tinted because you're all a bit off your tits
0: but what if you've got a really healthy relationship with yourself and you are really you know, okay with it. And you just love
1: sex. Well, yeah, I'm sure. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean in are. my experience, I, did, I didn't have any where I came out of it, which is why the Craig David story really resonated for me. I, did, I, you know, there was a thrill to the fact, I think what I found thrilling was the idea that actually it was happening with someone in each instance who themselves was comfortable with it being... A sort of one night stand that in and of itself was quite attractive because it sounds like, almost me like time.
0: medication
1: yes but if i think about well, literally that's where sex addiction and i think yeah if i think literally about the circumstances i think there was a almost a functionality yeah. in that well no, no no i hate to use that word but i think this idea that it's like you know as it's presented in all these drama i mean there is a sort of it's a distraction, or it's a, it's a way for whoever's doing it, or, you know, if I'm, you know, really honest, with you, you know, it's a way of getting past a difficult night. Exactly. On your it's own. like a currency,
0: mm. it's like a medication. Did you ever, in any of your one night stands, once you've got back and you've got to do the deed, were there times when you wished you didn't have to? Probably. Did <laughs> he don't have to say yes? Probably? No, because, because I think...
1: What do you mean? Get back and you go, mm, I don't know if I fancy this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like when it's... No. Cause, yeah, just like, oh God, no, mm. actually. Now I'm back and it's a bit bright. Yeah, and you I've wake up, but I've woken up I'm and like,
1: now I've thought, oh God, who? What? Oh, God. Have you ever
0: woken up and feel, felt repulsed? No,
1: I mean, that, that's... By
0: yourself. Just, yeah, by your, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and
1: I think it's, it would only be shame of oneself or, or you know, you, or not even shame. I mean, I think for me, the added complication, and I think, you know, for a lot of, lot of you know, men who like to think of themselves as, you know, respecting, you know, it's, it's not about a disrespect to someone else. It was always an equal scenario. Yeah. But I think baked into the very idea of a one night stand, it's quite troubling, for a bloke who in any way, if you're a man in who in any way l- likes to think of yourself as really being kind of uh, in, in sort of gender politics and, and, you know, quality and all that kind of stuff, it throws a spanner in the works for you. You sort of, a part of me you feels think, uncomfortable with, with the, yeah. what have I done? Have I just been transactional in something that's really intimate and important? And, oh, this, I've kind of, I think I've, I, every single time for me, I always felt like a huge sense of disappointment in myself. Mm. Huge disappointment of myself, but no judgment of the other person whatsoever. I just, for me, I'd met a journey person or a journey woman who was in a similar lost place as me, mm. and so in a weird way, that's where I think compassion would often be felt, and there would be an intimacy of sorts within that—a shared sort of sadness. Makes me feel Did a bit you sad ever actually. Because to... I think I think I can remember one instance where there was someone who was very. Um, lost in a sense and so was I and it was at a certain time and we'd known each other and nothing had happened and then it happened Um, and weirdly the day after there was a really tender moment of um, sort of being with each other or holding each other and... uh,
0: sorry. sorry okay just take a minute just take a minute take a breath no
1: but it it happened at a time and it happened around something that was going on Mm. that affected us very deeply and um we both knew that kind of in a sense what we'd done wasn't going to lead to anything and shouldn't lead to Mm -hmm. anything uh but we also had real compassion for the fact that we'd fell into each other's Mm. Uh, Literal (laughs) Um, lapse.
0: Well, because not all one-night stands have to be, are a dirty, sordid thing. I mean, we mustn't, anyway. And there is comfort, but that takes me straight back to what I think. I think so often we reach out for sex because we don't know how to reach out. And sex is a way to access that human need to be Mm. close to somebody i
1: think that can happen in relationships i mean i think i certainly you know still in our relationship, you know i can i can end up wire crossing a sort of oh i just need you know i want or i need for whatever reasons you know some aspect of connection and then of course it it kind of well it becomes it's like
0: i always call it and and when i you know talk about this uh, I know when we years ago, and I'd say to you this, and you didn't know what I meant, but it's like it's like this silent currency that can go on. Mm. It's like, and I do think, you know, I'm always going to talk about this in from the perspective as I find men, because but I but I realise that it sounds sexist, but I think generally speaking, for me, m- more men see will will want to access sex as a way of dealing with the emotions within a relationship Mm. rather than discussion, affection, whatever. Sex is what makes them feel, again, that the relationship is okay. Yeah. You know, and that's that for me, again, I can't do any kind of, if there's any kind of transaction going on, it's really weird. Mm. I just can't. It's just, I suppose that feeds into, again, me not even being able to do one-night stands. Yeah, um, but but I think it's interesting. You know what, what you loved the most about what Craig David said was the trauma. Mm. Is that it? Ca- so we're always parking here. The fact that there are many people that can just have one night stands and not be traumatised and have a great time. In fact, here I've got one. Had my first one around Christmas. At 38, no regrets, had the best night and didn't affect me afterwards. Wow,
1: fantastic. But
0: that, you see, my first one at 38. Mm. And it was great and I moved on. So that isn't somebody that's habitually Mm. used one-night stands because you're filling a gap. So there are those people that will will also... I mean, there's a friend of mine that has has a number of, you know, one-night stands. And um, he always makes out that it's... He, he, he's very convincing in that it's yeah it was just a bit of fun it's but I'm not convinced. Do you know what I mean? But I, I, I just don't believe that there was. Well, I mean, I, wrong. I, I,
1: I think I, I, I'm not convinced when I hear that only because I've been there, but done it, and know yeah. that I can't convince myself of that. And maybe any... it's just
0: because I can't. I, I find it so hard to not live vicariously through my own feelings about it. Yeah, and, and that doesn't come with judgment because it really doesn't. Yeah. But it, I think it just comes more of concern. I always want to know, well, is that really okay? Yes. It is that. you know.
1: That's what I mean. That's why I think there is a parallel between, you know, serial one-night stands, how one-night stands can affect your, you emotionally, spiritually, morally, you know, physically, um, and, and also serial relationships. I mean, I think sometimes, you know, it's a little, a little bit like Do, people who say, I don't drink every day, but I binge drink. Well, OK, you might not sleep around every night. You can use small relationships. And I just wanted to share with you this, this thing from a survey that I pulled. Uh, a gar- an article in The Guardian said... Uh, women and uh, men alike say they enjoy the comfort of strangers. So there's an equivalence in terms of studies show that. But apparently, for women, var- variety interestingly is a big incentive, more for women than men. Of those asked who, who engaged in, in more than you know quite a few one night stands, the pleasure of variety may be taken for granted by men, but women were often explicit about the thrill of the remarkable and subtle difference of each penis. And I was like. I thought, really? I was surprised by that.
0: Well, why? Aren't you astounded by the remarkable difference of each vagina and each no, no, pair no, no, no. of breasts? Why would that be weird?
1: Well, I don't know. I suppose... No, no, of course. But, I mean, I'm... I suppose I was just surprised to hear it sort of parked in the realm more of women than men. I'd have thought more men would be interested in the variety Is of shape. Is it more? Well, it, it says that women were often more explicit about the thrill of the remarkable and subtle no, but, difference of I each mean,
0: might have been more explicit, but there weren't more women that
1: were enjoying
0: know. that the men. I think that's the right. different thing, mate. I think right. that's maybe,
1: maybe. I don't. But yeah, yeah. you know, the, but then the idea, you know, that the variety is the spice of life. You know, you know, for some people, I mean, I, I was never looking at it in the terms of, or I was never anything thinking, Oh, this, she's different, and oh, this feels different, and oh, that looks different. It, it wasn't like a sort of it, that made me think of a sort of like this, this is like a collect. This is like collecting stuff, collecting experiences. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do go through life. Wanting oh to God, experience I think when you think some different... people just
0: have voracious appetites for everything, don't they? You know, they want to jump out of planes, they wanna they wanna climb mountains, they wanna do this, they wanna do that. So yes, I can totally understand that there are lots of people that want to just try everything on the menu. Yeah. A hot and cold running buffet. Loading up a plate with all sorts of different things.
1: Fair enough. Studies show that while men regret the sexual opportunities they've missed, women often regret some of the casual sex they did have.
0: Once they miss. So men are always so thinking about what
1: they haven't had, even when they've had it. Uh, That's whereas women funny. often, more often than men, regret the casual sex that they had.
0: Someone here, sad and guilty, just that was just their answer. Oh really? Another, Another one. one, used to, when drunk, had such low self-esteem that thought it would equal a relationship. Um Another one here, I think they're horrendous. They just left me feeling used afterwards. Used, isn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. now, now, a lot of people say that, but as you say, you've both, you know, jumped into a cab or whatever and gone, you know, there was there was an agreement there and yet that feeling of being used, funny, isn't
1: it? I, yeah, I mean, I, I sometimes, I'm, it's interesting. I, I saw a couple of articles and you don't know how many of these articles are just journalists or just trying to put a name out there to, to a mm. thing to, to create you know, clickbait. Content. But, um, you know, there's a suggestion, which I, I again, there was a suggestion on a piece again in one of the sort of broadsheets saying um, that the, the one-night stand is less of a thing now than it used to be. Although there's a sort of ubiquity of swiping what? right and lots of kind of dating apps and all this kind of stuff, there was a suggestion that there is less of a desire for one-night stands now than there was when we were around. Now- Do you
0: think that's because, like just from our younger followers, when they talk about going out on these dates, and so they're meeting up with them, so they're fairly sober, Mm. and then instantly they don't like them. They'll have a couple of drinks and try and get out of it as quick as they can and get home. I wonder if that's Well, right. I wonder
1: another part of it I wondered was whether maybe that is happening because you can make another choice for someone else so easily and quickly yeah. at a much earlier stage. Whereas back in our day,
0: you were clutching in, at the last people that were still on the dance floor.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, well, not only clutching, but if you found someone who was vaguely interested, you didn't know if were you didn't know where you were going to find anyone else who was vaguely interested. Yeah, exactly. So it's so you're not just like jumping. you could go online and go, oh, look this for This be my
0: only chance. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I've
0: got one here from a fella actually um fantastic at the time then regretful it's a cliche
1: but Mm. it's true it is true it is true i mean it's interesting the way in which i saw a couple of comments on on our live the other day where they said you know it was almost like it was a moment for some people it had been a moment after a difficult period Mm. in their life to kind of like pressing a reset button or a restart button um
0: so is there I something kind in the of repetitiveness of it then? The occasional one night stand could
1: But even within that sort of almost therapeutic suggestion that some people have used it as a as a way to reset, there's also the acknowledgement that it's quite a traumatic thing. You're doing it's like a, it's like it's like what's mm. it called when you give someone sort of electric mm. shock to get their heart going? Mm. It's like it's quite traumatic. It's like am gonna do something quite extreme and outside of my comfort zone or um, you know
0: So where is the trauma in you?
1: The trauma, where, do you hold it? where do I hold it? That's a good question. Um, for me, the one night stand is a continuation of what I'm beginning to discover as my fundamental issue, which is, um, which if, it, if if let's say that that issue pivots around the idea. That really um and it's all about self-esteem self-worth there's no self-pity in this this is just what it is christ um you're kind of i'm 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 not the main event i'm the kind of i'm the kind of thing you pass through to get to something else the way in which the one night stand became something for me was a way of not having to hang around long enough to work out whether they were going to move on and i would say that that's why I keep being tugged back to the idea that, for me, there's a huge grey area between the one night stands and the sh- the short serial relationships, because mm. I was used, they were happening in the mm. same sort of way for me. Um, and for me, and when I've had even long-term relationships where I've struggled in them is where I've sought to, or not sought to, but I've struggled to believe that I am the person or the thing that this person would want. So... You know, so the trauma of the one night stands is when I talk about it, when I think about it. I, you know, I feel actually real compassion and sadness, not just for the me who was going through it all. Because I think in the end, it has done a lot of damage and a lot of, made a lot of kind of, put a lot of pressure on things like dealing with jealousy. It's really, over the years, it's really damaged my trust issues. It's damaged me and it it made, it will have aggravated all of my jealousy issues in the past. It will have made me suspicious, not in a dark way, but just, I can't believe, say, the commitment of that person to me because I've kind of hardwired it into myself that the act of sex can be quite transactional and can be something that's just temporary and not actually based upon. So when you talk about how there has to be an emotional contingent to it, you know, I've, I've probably for too many years struggled to believe that. And so I've projected and projected and projected my own value systems and my own behaviours on on, on 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 you and our situation. And but, that's
0: the interesting thing, is that the trauma that Craig David spoke about isn't just for the person that has, you know... Um, indulged want of a better word in the one night stands it is the partner that they end up with because you do carry that
1: yes absolutely but but, but
0: then i carry that yeah yeah, because then you've got all these ideas Mm. that of course if you intellectualize them are are, are silly Mm. but that's where the deep trauma goes it informs from the back of your in the back of your mind all the time and your jealousy issues what and this is the very difficult thing for anyone that's in a relationship where somebody is jealous, they are well, often judging the person that they're jealous with on their own actions, absolutely. and that's what's so so hard, absolutely. And,
1: and, and I mean, I'd say unforgivable, but it's not, know, no, no,
0: and I don't mean it in any way, you know, we're, we're through that, but I'm just saying for anybody listening, that is a very interesting point that the trauma you may be experiencing, the trauma of your partners you know, previous sex life and the yeah. way that they have been left feeling about themselves and those people that they, you know, that they had sex
1: with. I would also say, I'd also go so far, and I'm not going to, it's not not my place to talk about anyone else's own sort of private conversations, but I was talking to my mum about her life when she was younger uh, over the weekend. And and interestingly, I mean, something about our live the other day about the one night stands really made her think about stuff. And it was quite a good conversation that we had, a meaningful conversation. But I mean, for me, at a very young age, I saw, I mean, I you know, unfortunately, and she knows this and she would agree. You know, I was alongside a, a great number of casual sex sort of events. Um, and, uh, you know, so obviously... What was also packed into uh, a lot of the guilt and issues that I had around my own behavior with all of this was, uh, oh, uh, uh, almost well, a conscious kind witnessed. of oh, I've fa- I've fallen into this same fucking mm. trap. I'm, de- oh, but I've also learned. Oh, maybe that's the way to do it. So what I was going to roundabout say way say was if I wasn't sober and if I was drinking, this would be this would be a problem. This would I would. In a sort of unrehabilitated fashion, still be possibly thinking mm. that physical affection. If we weren't getting on, would be oh, a way to absolutely. solve the Absolutely, I think fix. totally.
0: If you weren't sober, you would be yeah. out on the. You would be out on the town looking for that and, medication. And, yeah, I do, medication. do see it as medication. Exactly. You know, when people talk about sex addiction and they laugh and go, "Oh well, wouldn't we all like to be a sex addict?" Mm. You've got no idea, really, the pain that people that sex that it is. It is a an awful thing, mm, it's a mm. compulsion. Any kind of addiction is a compulsion where you hurt yourself and others, and sex is the same as all of the rest of it, whether it's drink or drugs. And it's just, in a way, it's even more dangerous sometimes, I think.
1: I just um, really hope when I look back and I think about you know, we're, we're always thinking about how we should be kinder to ourselves and all that. I do look back and I sort of think it's interesting at the end of this conversation, I'm thinking, God, I really hope that so many of those. Lovely, lovely women, that with whom we had these mentalist moments and nights. I hope that you know I, I see them as, them as equivalent journey journeymen or journey women. You know, there's that phrase in there that one had gone through these experiences. I just hope for all of them that they've found whatever it was they were looking for, because. You know, it's it's a They've curiously... They've got roses
0: round the door now and picket fence and
1: well, maybe, lots of babies. What happened. a curiously intimate and <laughs> unique experience to have with really, essentially, a bunch of complete strangers now.
0: Are there any that really stick out in your mind?
1: Yeah. Well, the one that I got upset about. Mm. Yeah.
0: Were there ever... And the reason I'm asking all these questions is because I know that there will be people that have these questions around one-night stands, you know. So I just want you to answer them really honestly. Did... Did you ever, the next day, want to carry on and yet you felt that it had been established what, what it was? And you would have had too much pride or... Fear of rejection that you wouldn't have then wanted a number and to call them the next day and to go on a date and da-da-da. And vice versa.
1: I am of the opinion, regardless of anyone who feels they're almost a professional one-night stander, I, I think everyone would secretly... Like it to be the start of something mm. meaningful, but I think, given, well, I don't given, think
0: that's the I don't think you know, a no, like lot think, of
1: people that don't think No, that. no, no, I know, no, but I mean, per, well, okay, well, that's the Yeah, you just know, talk for you. And I think that the reason people would confidently say that isn't the case, as you're saying, is because of the nature and the conditions within which it happens. I I don't know, if you go to a place where everyone hooks up just to have kind of, Mm. you know, promiscuous... I don't... Weirdly, I don't see that as... That's not what I understand as a one-night stand. I think a one-night stand, baked into a one-night stand, for me, is a sort of thwarted desire for something more, but an acceptance you're not going to go for it.
0: (laughs) But did you ever want to?
1: I think if you were to drill into the DNA of it, with the benefit of hindsight, I would have probably, yes, all in all situations, would have liked it, preferably. Did to have you ever gone hand your else. phone
0: number over, and then that phone, those phones, or the, the, the calls, or the texts would come in, well, and you
1: think, the few, Jesus? As a, no. uh, well, as I say, there were numerous occasions where it was people I knew. But I mean, on the few occasions where it wasn't people I knew, did I hand my number over? I probably numbers would have been exchanged, and I think. On some occasions, it would have been a blessed relief that they hadn't contacted. Not because I re- yeah. necessarily regretted who they were, or who. you know, that, I hate, what I do hate is that idea that you wake up and you go. oh! You well, know. sometimes you will have done. That, yeah, yeah, well, maybe, but I mean, I don't, I don't massively remember that. I my oh moment is the gasp horror of complications, especially if it was a one night stand and I was in a short term relationship or relationship with someone else. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what shit. am I going to do?
0: How am I going to explain? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you? very interesting, very interesting, very interesting um,
1: share please share your thoughts below whether you're watching this on YouTube and also share your thoughts below, which on i don 't know if you can on Spotify, but I think you can on Apple iTunes. you know leave a comment below if you like it, hit the hit the five stars if you don't like it, go and listen to someone else
0: and um, thank you so much for all those that um, yeah, thank it you. was late last night that I got this call out, and lots of you answered, so thank you for thank sharing you. your thoughts on it. And, um, yeah, please check out our other podcast. Um, well, t- other, two other podcasts, Agony Aunts and Uncle and Coffee Moaning. And if you're listening on podcast, go to YouTube and check out the in- incredible array of content we have there.